0: book nine chapter Ten of the adventures of gil of st by alain rene lesage translated by tobias smollett this librivox recording is in the public domain book nine chapter Ten: their doings at madrid the rencounter of gil in the street and its consequences on our arrival in madrid we alighted at a little public-house where scipio had been accustomed to put up whence our first visit was to my banker Solero. he received us very cordially and expressed the highest satisfaction at my release indeed added he your untoward fate touched me so nearly as to change my views of a political alliance the fortunes of courtiers are like castles in the air so i have married my daughter gabriella to a wealthy trader you have acted very wisely answered i for besides that a bird in the hand is worth two in a bush when a plodding citizen aspires to the honour of bringing a man of fashion into his family he very often has an impertinent puppy for his son-in-law then changing the topic and coming to the point signor gabriel pursued i we came to talk a little about the two thousand pistoles which your money is all ready said the goldsmith interrupting me he then took us into his closet and delivered the two bags carefully labelled with my name on them i thanked salero for his exactness and heaven in my sleeve for my escape from his daughter at our inn we counted over the money and found it right deducting fifty doubloons for the expenses of my enlargement our thoughts were now wholly bent upon aragon my secretary undertook to buy a carriage and two mules it was my office to provide household and body linen during my peregrinations for that purpose i met baron steinbach the officer in the german guards with whom don alfonso had been brought up i touched my hat to him he knew me again and returned my greeting warmly my joy is extreme said i at seeing your lordship in such fine health to say nothing of my wish to inquire after don cesar and don Alfonso de Leva. they are both in madrid answered he and staying at my house they came to town about three months ago to be presented on occasion of don Alfonso's promotion he has been appointed governor of valencia on the score of old family claims without having in any shape pushed his interest at court nothing could be more grateful to his feelings or prove more strongly our royal master's goodness who delights to recognize the merits of ancestry in the persons of their descendants though i knew more of this matter than steinbach i kept my knowledge in the background yet so lively was my impatience to hail my old masters that he would not damp my ardour by delay i had a mind to try don Alfonso whether he still retained his regard for me he was playing at chess with baroness steinbach on my entrance he started up from his game ran towards me and squeezing me tight in his embrace santillane said he with demonstrations of the sincerest joy at length then you are restored to my heart i am delighted at it it was not my fault that we ever parted you may remember how strongly i urged you not to withdraw from the castle of Leva you were deaf to my entreaties but i must not chide your obstinacy because its motive was the peace of the family yet you ought to have let me hear from you and to have spared my fruitless inquiries at granada where my brother-in-law don ferdinand sent me word that you were and now tell me what you are doing at madrid of course you have some situation here be assured that i shall always take a lively interest in your concerns sir answered i it is but four months since i occupied a considerable post at court i had the honour of being the duke of lerma's confidential secretary can it be possible exclaimed don Alfonso, as if he could scarcely believe his ears what were you so near the person of the prime minister i then related how i had gained and lost his favour and ended with avowing my determination to buy a cottage and garden with the wreck of my shattered fortunes the son of don Caesar heard me attentively and made this answer my dear gil you know how i have always loved you nor shall you longer be fortune's puppet i will set you above her vagaries by securing you an independence since you declare for a country life a little estate of ours near lirias about four leagues from valencia shall be settled on you you are acquainted with the spot such a present we can make without putting ourselves to the least inconvenience i can answer for my father's joining in the act and for seraphina's entire approbation i threw myself at don Alfonso's feet who raised me immediately more penetrated by his affection than by his bounty i pressed his hand and said sir your conduct charms me your noble gift is the more welcome as it precedes the knowledge of a service it has been in my power to render you and i had rather owe it to your generosity than to your gratitude this governor of my making did not know what to understand by the hint and pressed for an explanation i gave it in full to his utter astonishment neither he nor baron steinbach could ever have the slightest suspicion that the government of valencia was owing to my interest at court yet having no reason to doubt the fact my friend proposed to grant me an annuity of two thousand ducats in addition to the little farm at Lirias hold your hand signor don Alfonso! So exclaimed i at this offer you must not set my avarice afloat again i am myself a living witness that fortune may give superfluities to her favourites but has no competence to bestow with pleasure will i accept of the estate at lirius where my present property will be sufficient for all my wants rather than increase my cares with my possessions i would build a hospital out of my existing funds riches are a burden and it must be a foolish animal that would bear fardels in the manger or the field while we were talking after this fashion don Caesar came in his joy was not less than his son's at the sight of me and being informed of the family obligations he again pressed me to accept of the annuity which i again refused when the writings were drawn the father and son made the assignment their joint act and deed transferring to me the fee simple and putting me in immediate possession my secretary half stared the eyes out of his head when i told him we had a landed estate of our own and how we came by it what is the value of this little freehold said he five hundred ducats per annum answered i and the farm in high cultivation within a ring fence i have often been there during my stewardship there is a small house on the banks of the guadalaviar in a little hamlet surrounded by a charming country what pleases me better than all cried scipio is that we shall have plenty of sporting rare living and excellent wine come master let us leave this crowded city and hasten to our hermitage i long to be there as much as you can do answered i but i must first go to the asturias my father and mother are not in comfortable circumstances they shall therefore end their days with me at lyrius heaven perhaps has thrown this windfall in my way to try my filial duty and would punish me for the neglect of it scipio approved my purpose and urged its speedy execution yes my friend said i we will set out as soon as possible i shall consider it as my dear delight to share the gifts of fortune with the authors of my existence we shall soon be settled in our country retreat and then will i write these two latin verses over the door of my farmhouse in letters of gold for the pious edification of my rustic neighbours in veni portum space et fortuna valete sat me lucistis ludite nunc alios End of Book 9, Chapter 10